This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, Abbott, what time is it? It's time for the Abbott and Costello Show. We're on the air for ABC here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello Show. Costello Show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood tonight for your listening pleasure with Susan Miller and the music of Matty Malley. Hold on to your chairs, folks, for here they are, Bud Abbott and Luke Costello. Costello. Costello, what was all the excitement in your house last night? Oh, Abbott, my Uncle Mike and my Aunt May, they had another fight. And Aunt May ran away from home, so Uncle Mike ran away, too. Why did he run away? Well, you see, Uncle Mike was afraid Aunt May would change her mind and come back. Well, Costello, you told me they were, they were inseparable. Oh, they are, Abbott. Sometimes it takes six or seven people to drag them apart. <laughs> Didn't your Aunt May marry your Uncle Mike for better or worse? Yes, it was better for Uncle Mike, but worse for her. I... Well, that's too bad. What seems to be the reason for them always fighting? I don't know. Maybe it's because Uncle Mike snores in his sleep. Well, why doesn't your Aunt May do something to stop him from snoring? Well, she has. She tried to stop Uncle Mike from snoring by pinning a clothespin on his nose. Did it work? No, but Uncle Mike keeps falling off the clothesline. (laughs) And besides, he's very jealous. You see, for his birthday, Aunt May bought him some underwear, and now he's going around looking for a guy with the initials BVD. Uh, (laughs) Do they have any children, Lou? Sure, 18. 18? The stock must have been... Very familiar at their home. Oh, yes. At first, the stork was very careful. He'd fly over the house, land on the roof, bring them down the chimney. Now he just yells down and says, Come and get him! <laughs> Folks, you're in for some real laughs with our zany stars tonight, but before they continue, listen to this.
Um, Costello, what, 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 what's the matter? What's the matter? With you? What's the matter with you? I had another cough. What's the matter with you? Abbott, I think I got virus X. Virus X. You don't even know what virus X is. It's a sickness that Los Angeles people get from coming, going out in the California sunshine without their raincoats. <laughs> and that ain't all that's the matter with me either, Abbott. I've got a big splinter in my thumb and it's killing me. Oh, let me see it. Here. Oh, come, come. I'll take that out before you can say the noose hangs high. How do you like that? I'm dying. He's putting in a plug for our picture. I... <laughs> hold still. I'll get that splinter out. Now, stop shaking, will you? Hold still. Okay. Afraid of a little thing like a splinter. Oh, I ain't afraid. I may not look tough from the outside, but inside, I'm a real coward. Yes, I know that. <laughs> you should take care of yourself, Lou. When you, when you go to bed nights, uh, take a hot water bottle. Oh, my mother gave me a hot water bottle last night, and it didn't do me a bit of good. It didn't? No, I drank every drop of it, too. <laughs> the trouble with you is you're too fat. You ought to get yourself a girdle. I think I'll get a toupee. Now, uh, wait a minute. Do you know the difference between a girdle and a toupee? Oh, yes. A toupee hides what you haven't got, and a girdle hides what you wish you didn't have. <laughs> yeah, the whole trouble is your weight. L look, at your, look at that stomach. Why don't you diet, Lou? Why should I diet? I like the color it is now. I, <laughs> I didn't say diet. I said diet. Diet. You should eat less. Oh, I can't. All my family are heavy eaters. They'll eat anything. The other night at the dinner table, I laid my watch down on the table to wind it. And the next thing I knew, my Aunt May was ticking. <laughs> your Aunt May ate your watch? And that's nothing. In the middle of the dinner, I dropped the spoon on the floor, and when I went down to pick it up, there was my cousin Vincent, under the table with a knife and fork in his hand. What was he doing? <laughs> what was he doing? He was cutting on my shoe. <laughs> I said to him, hey, you can't eat that. That's my shoe. He said, it's too late now. I've got the gravy on it. <laughs> You've got to cut down on your food, Costello. You're a mess. Just look at your shape. What's wrong with my shape? Uh, it's not so bad. I'm just a little broad-shouldered around the hips. Well, no, <laughs> Costello, you need exercise. Hmm. Uh, tell you what I'll do. I'll whip you into shape. Yes. You'll what? I'll, I'll whip you into shape. You lay a hand on me and I'll call my mother. <laughs> no, 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 you idiot. I'm talking about getting you into condition. You've got to do some road work. Oh, road work. I ran 15 miles this morning. What did you do it in? My tennis sneakers and my basketball bloomers. <laughs> well, you talk sense, Costello. After you ran the 15 miles, did you test your respiration? No, I just wiped it off with a towel. Now... <laughs> <laughs> Look, why don't you do a little boxing? You know, our band leader, Matty Malik, is quite a boxer. Yeah, Costello, I'll put the gloves on and go around with you. Why should I go around with you? You don't even appeal to me. I... <laughs> And furthermore, Matty, I'm dated up for Saturday. But if you want to, you can call me next week. Costello, Matty's a pretty good boxer. Now, if you go around with him, he'll give you a few pointers. Yeah, Costello, I'll show you some of my fancy work. Well, I didn't even know you could knit. <laughs> Matty, do you do a little crocheting, too? Yeah, knit one, purl two. Uh, where did you learn, learn that, Matty? I was in a show one time. One of the girls showed me how to knit. Oh, what, what yarn did you use? You know, the old one, the one about my wife doesn't understand me. Oh, cut out this nonsense. Matty, why don't you do a little boxing with Costello? I understand you used to be a fighter. Oh, sure, I was champion welterweight. Yes, sir, and you had more welts than anybody your weight. <laughs> you know, I did a little fighting myself. I was a club fighter. You were a club fighter? Yes, there was only one trouble. They wouldn't let me carry the clubs in the ring. Right. <laughs> why don't we put the gloves on, Costello? I'll see if I, I can hit you with a hook. Hit me with a hook, you dirty fighter. Why don't you use your hand? Oh, Costello. When Matty says hook, he means blow. Why should I blow? I got as much right here as he has. I don't believe you ever fought in your life. 
Oh, when I was a kid in the third grade, I could look any kid my size. Did you do it? <laughs> All the kids my size were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> my line, huh? Hey, buddy. What? Would you like to buy some hot cigarettes? I'll sell you 20 for a nickel. Hot, hot cigarettes? 20 for a nickel? How can you sell them so cheap? Yeah, they're butts, and they're still burning. <laughs> Shame on you. You look like an intelligent man. Why don't you get a job? Oh, I had a job selling used cars, but I had to quit. Why? Well, business was getting so bad that used cars were selling cheaper than new ones. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a guy do you think that was, Lou? That guy ought to take his head over to Pasadena and show him what an empty bowl looks like. <laughs> he looks like the guy that sold me my television set. How is your television set working, Lou? Oh, fine. Only I think the screen is too small. What makes you think the screen is too small? Well, I was watching the fights last Friday night, and at the end of the first round, one of the fighters went to go to his corner. He walked right across the screen, screen through the living room, up the hall, and sat down in the kitchen. Hello, boy. Look, Costello, it's Susan Miller. Mr. Abbott, I've been invited to a dance tonight, and my date disappointed me. You know a lot of nice boys. Can you think of one that would take me out? How about Costello? Oh, you can think harder than that. Uh, well, for <laughs> your information, I wouldn't go out with you tonight anyway. I got a date with Dorothy Lamore. Her? She's not so hot. Take away Dorothy Lamore's sarong, and what have you got? Trouble in Boston. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, Costello, you ought to be very sweet to Susan. Oh, Just yes. remember that this is uh, leap year. And it kind of worries me. Susan, uh, what do you think I ought to do if some pretty girl starts making advances towards me? This kid ought to mm. have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with a six-year-old boy. I did, and I learned plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to Costello, Susan. If you have a day tonight, why, why don't you let me take you out to that dance? You know, I look good in evening clothes. I look uh, like I stepped out of Esquire. You look like you stepped out of Esquire and bumped into Saturday Evening Post and fell in a field and stream. <laughs> Shame That's on life. you, Costello. Shame on you. Mr. Abbott has the figure of Robert Taylor. Yes, ma'am. And will Barbara Stanwyck be sore when he, she, she, she sees what he's done to it? <laughs> so long, Fatso. Didn't Susan look lovely tonight? That new dress certainly looked good on her, didn't it? Yes. Them new look dresses remind me of Prohibition. What do you mean? The same old joints are there, but they're harder to find. <laughs> well, I gotta go now, Abbott. I ordered a playpen for my mother, and I gotta take it home. You idiot. What would your mother do with a playpen? She sits in it all day long, and the kids can't get near her. <laughs> well, as long as... As long as you're going to go home, step off at the drugstore and get me a bottle of uh, New Bud. What's New Bud? Nothing much. What's new with you? <laughs> Are you reading the right lines, kid? What's wrong I've with I've got to talk to these writers. It's things like this that will bring Rudy Valley back to radio. <laughs> telegram for Lou Costello. Telegram for Lou Costello. Hey, wait a minute. Why are you delivering a telegram in your pajamas? This is a night letter. Okay, I'll take it. Why are you so happy? You're smiling from ear to ear. Oh, I can't help it. Somebody gave me a banana for a tip and I swallowed it sideways. <laughs> All right, Costello, read the telegram. Who's it from? It's from Western Union. How can you tell? I recognize their handwriting. Uh, you idiot, open it up. Hey, Abbott. It's 
from my Uncle Tom. Good old Tom. We always call him Texas... Texas, that's what we always call him. Texas Tom Zizimus. Is he from Texas? Nope, Baltimore. Uh... <laughs> you dope? There's no Texas in Baltimore. Abbott, they got Texas all over the country. Income Texas, automobile Texas, property Texas. <laughs> no, 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 that's Texas. He, he probably got his name uh, working in, for the uh, tax department, didn't he? Yes, he was an income peep. <laughs> oh, no, you mean an income poop? No, income peep. He used to peep at people's incomes. <laughs> uh, never mind that. What, what does the tell... <laughs> uh, what does the telegram say, Lou? Dear Lewis, I have just bought the 100,000-acre Lone Star Ranch here in Texas. I'd like you to come out here and help on the range. Well, that's wonderful, Costello. It's just what you need. You love it, Costello. Ah, riding those western horses. I can see you now busting your bronco. Yes, and those Western horses are just the ones that can bust it for me, too. <laughs> yeah, and I'm talking about uh, Broncos, wild horses, Mustangs. Oh, Tom's father had one of those back in Baltimore. He did? It was his father's Mustang. <laughs> did your Uncle Tom do much riding when he was a boy? Abbott, when he was nine years old, he was so bow-legged, his mother hung him up over the front door for good luck. Costello, it'll be just like a vacation. We'll go out to Uncle Tom's ranch, and we'll help him on the range, and I'll teach you to ride. You'll teach me to ride? I told you I could ride, Abbott. I was born on a ranch. My mother took me right out of the cradle and put me on a horse. From that day on, all I did was ride, ride, ride. Then one day when I was 27, I got off that horse and fell flat on my face. Why? They forgot to teach me how to walk. <laughs> And there's a lot more mad stuff still to come, but right now, a change of pace to let you hear this. Romance in High Sea, Susan Miller tells us in song how to put them in a box. You can take the moon, gather up the stars, and the robin that sings merrily. Put them in a box, tie them with a ribbon, and throw them in the deep blue sea. Flowers down in lovers' lane and that sentimental poetry. Put them in a box, tie them with a ribbon, and throw them in the deep blue sea. Not for me, all that stuff. The dreams that ruin your sleep, not for me. Had enough. <laughs> 
Love is one thing you can keep. You can take the plans and the wedding bells and whoever sings or promise me. Put them in a box, tie them with a ribbon, and throw them in the deep blue sea. Hansons through the park, kisses in the dark, and those promises made faithfully. Put them in a box, tie them with a ribbon, and throw them in the deep blue sea. And you won't go wrong if you take a song sung by Frankie Boy or Mr. C. Put them in a box, tie them with a ribbon, and throw them in the deep blue sea. Not for me, all that stuff, the dreams that ruin your sleep. Not for me, had enough. Love is one thing you can keep. You know what to do with old tea for two and the boy for you, the girl for me. Put them in a box, tie them with a ribbon, and throw them in the deep blue sea. Cause love and I, we don't agree. Oh, give me a home where the beef cattle roam and the ranchers make the money all day. And then comes along the 15th of March and the government takes it away. Oh. All right, all right, Costello, shut up. Oh. Shut up! You know, I don't know why your uncle sent for you to help him on the range. You know absolutely nothing about ranching. I do, too. I once worked on a sheep ranch. I fed lifesavers to the sheep. Lifesavers to the sheep? Yes, I raised wool sweaters with buttons on them. <laughs> I don't believe that. What, what part of the West are you from? The poor part of Texas. The poor part of Texas? The panhandle. <laughs> My whole family were panhandlers. Did you ever fight any Indians? I was an old Indian fighter, but I had to give it up. Why? I couldn't find any more old Indians. <laughs> Once an Indian shot me with an arrow. He belonged to a fierce tribe. Sioux? Yes, he did. No! Did I have that again? I said Sioux. Sioux Indian? I was going to sue him, but I couldn't find a cheap lawyer. <laughs> Forget the whole thing. Now, you said an Indian shot you. Was he an Apache? I think he was. But what makes you think he was an Apache, Lou? Because after he shot me, I had to put Apache on a CD of my penny. <laughs> You know, we've been riding all day. Yeah. Hey, there's one of those western saloons. Let's go in and see if they know where your uncle Tom Zizimus ranch is. Have it. I don't like the looks of that saloon. There's a guy coming out of it with a glass of beer, and it's got a head on it. Well, there's supposed to be a head on a glass of beer. The bartender's head? Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, we're going in. We're going in and get the, our directions. I'll ask this guy over here. Hey, mister, do you know where Texas Tom Zizimus' ranch is? Pardon have a drink with me and I'll tell you. But I don't drink. You don't drink, huh? Son, I'm Rattlesnake Pete. Any man that refuses to drink with Rattlesnake Pete dies like a dog. <laughs> Better drink with him, Costello. <laughs> Better drink with him. He looks pretty tough. You've got to show him you're as tough as he is. 
Okay, partner. I'll drink with you. Good, bartender. Give this fat dude a shot of whiskey and ginger ale, well? What are you waiting for? Drink up. Okay. Down the hatch. Beep. 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 the ginger ale. Now for the whiskey. <laughs> oh, you miserable tenderfoot. You didn't drink with me, huh? That's an insult, partner. You're a marked man. Every time I see you from now on, I'm going to beat you up. Monday, I'll break your nose. Tuesday, I'll split your skull. Wednesday, I'll crack your back. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I'll bust your arms and your legs. You do that and you'll be sorry. Why? You won't have nothing to do on Sunday. You... <laughs> I got a good mind to mop up the floor with you right now. Yeah, you and who else? Just me. Me, myself, and I. Well, that ain't fair. Why? Three against one. Same <laughs> when you cast Ellum. Are you afraid of this guy? No, I can look him with both eyes shut. Well, why don't you do it? He won't shut his eyes. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, rattlesnake feet. I'll bet you 50 bucks I'm a better shot than you are. 50 bucks is a bet. I'll shoot first. See that fly on the bartender's head? Yep. I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to shoot off its right wing. <laughs> he did it. Now it's my turn. See that mosquito on that guy's nose? I'm gonna shoot out the mosquito's right eye. Ow! You lose. Hand over the 50 bucks. Uh huh. Costello, where are you going to get 50 bucks? Out of the guy's pocket over there lying on the floor. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give you one more chance. Let me see you beat this fancy shooting. I'm aiming at the keys on that uh, piano. Let me see you beat that. Stand aside. I'm shooting at them piano keys, too. Watch this. <laughs> How do you like that, boy? <laughs> Careful, Costello. <laughs> Don't get him mad. Well, he's frightened. He's 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 frightened stiff of me. I'll prove it to you. Hey, you! I dare you to kick me in the shin. Okay. Ow! <laughs> now I dare you to hit me on the head. <laughs> now let's see you twist my arm. <laughs> see that Abbott? He's afraid of me. What do you mean he's afraid of you? You notice he did everything I told him. <laughs> well, let's get out of here before he kills you. Come on. Costello, your uncle's ranch must be around here someplace. Yes, Abbott. I've been riding this horse all day. It's beginning to hurt. Mm, that's because you're a tenderfoot. Tender, yes. Foot, no. <laughs> well, well. Howdy, partner. Welcome to Texas. Abbott, get a load of this gorgeous, beautiful girl. Howdy, ma'am. I'm Buck Costello. I'm a real Texan. 
Why, you don't talk like a Texan. All the Texas men have long draws. It's summertime. I took my long draws off. <laughs> you sure... You sure look pretty, miss. That's a lovely dress you're wearing. Why, thanks. Out here, we dress for the wide open spaces. If the spaces were any wider, you wouldn't have a dress. <laughs> Gee, but you're pretty. Why, all the Texas girls are pretty. Most people say I'll take after my sister. If your sister looks anything like you, I'll take after her myself. <laughs> Maybe we could go dancing tonight. Why, well, say, I sure love to go out with you, but my pappy wants me to stay in. Every time he wants me to stay in, I want to go out. He always wants me to stay in, and I always want to go out. You should both be happy. Why? Just look at her. She certainly goes in and out. <laughs> Uh, miss Miss, Costello and I are looking for his uncle Tex, uh, Tex Ranch His uncle uh, What's his last name, Lou? <laughs> Zizimus Zizimus <laughs> yeah, We're going to help him on the range Well, Texas Ranch is right next to ours Say, we'll be neighbors Costello, I think I'll give you a welcome to Texas, kid What kind of kiss is that? It's a kiss that'll make you forget your own name That I gotta see Come on, kid, kiss me Okay Let's have... Well, Lou, did it work? I don't know, but you can go and tell my Uncle Tom that his nephew Horace won't be home tonight. <laughs> Come on, we've got to get to the range before dark. Hey, look, Abbott, there's an Indian sending up smoke signals. Hey, Chief, I know you're sending up smoke signals, but who is that little Indian besides you sending up those black smoke signals? Him making carbon copies. <laughs> uh, Chief, we're Abbott and Costello. What is your name? Me, he big chief, many moons over swift waters, running antelope thundercloud. Me married to Princess Little Hummingbird by singing Lake Moonbeam Minnetonka. We have a papoose. What's his name? Herman. <laughs> what does that little Indian do? Him? He run hock shop. What kind of Indians run hock shops? Pawnee. For... <laughs> Uh, uh, Chief, we're uh, Abbott and Costello. We came out here to find uh, uh, Lou's uncle's ranch. We, uh, me have brother in Hollywood. Him make him cowboy Indian pictures. Oh, me like him Indians. Always chase him cowboys. But in the movies, the cowboys always chase the Indians. Yes, but on reservation, we run them pictures backwards. Costello, <laughs> there's your uncle's ranch. Come on. You finally got out here. Yeah, Uncle Tom. Me and Abbott are all set to work on your ranch. Well, come on in, son. Get in the house and you can start working right away. Hey, wait a minute. We don't want to work in the house. We came here to work on the range. Right? You'll find the range right in the kitchen. <laughs> now, get in there and start a cooking on the two front burners, son. <laughs> well, this is a fine mess you got us into. Costello. Uncle Tom brought us out here to do the cooking. Don't worry about it, Abbott. For supper, I'm going to cook my famous dish, roast prairie chicken. How do you make it? Well, you take the prairie chicken, put them in the stove, put a brick on top of them, get the stove real hot, bake for three hours, open the oven, 
And if you can stick a fork in the brick, the prairie chicken is done. <laughs> oh, then you eat the chicken. No, you throw away the chicken and the brick and eat the stove. <laughs> back for a certain call in just a few seconds. The time it takes to tell you this. Here are Abbott and Costello with the final word. Folks, we want to remind you of the big contest on our Saturday morning Abbott and Costello Kids Show. You can win over $20,000 in prizes, including a $5,000 airplane, a $3,000 automobile, a live baby elephant, a $3,000 house trailer, and thousands of dollars more in big prizes. You can win them all by entering this contest, folks, and at the same time, you'll be doing your part to fight juvenile delinquency. It's really a worthwhile project, folks, so remember to tune in Saturday morning. That's over ABC Saturday morning, the Abbott and Costello Kids Show. You can hear it over most of the, most of the same ABC stations. Uh, see you Saturday. See you next Wednesday night, too. Good night, folks. Good night, folks. Good night, everybody in Patterson. Wednesday night at this time for another great Abbott and Costello show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Charles Vanda and featuring Susan Miller and Matty Malnick's orchestra. This is Michael Roy saying goodbye until this same time next Wednesday. Be sure to stay tuned for the outstanding entertainment which follows throughout the evening on this ABC station. <laughs> <laughs>